Hello again. Welcome to Series 2 of Satisfied. The Series 2 podcasts relate to the Live Out His Love and Satisfied by His Love Bible studies. I'm Melanie Newton, just an ordinary woman who loves the Lord and His Word. I'm so glad you've joined me for this series of podcasts. Together we will experience how Jesus satisfies our hearts with many good things that come from the goodness of His love. Today, we will look at how Jesus satisfies your heart with freedom. That's from Lesson 8 of Live Out His Love and Lesson 5 of Satisfied by His Love. In the story, The Count of Monte Cristo, a man named Dantes escapes from a cruel captivity and lands on a beach occupied by smugglers. The smuggler captain forces Dantes to fight a man named Jacobo to the death. When Dantes has the chance to kill his opponent, he spares his life and plants the knife into the sandy beach instead. Jacobo's immediate response is, I am your man forever, implying today, tomorrow, the next day, not knowing what would be ahead for him. He was grateful for his freedom. Considering what Dantes did for Jacobo, Jesus did that and more for us. He set us free, and out of gratitude, each of us should choose to serve the very one who did it. Not knowing everything ahead of us, we can declare, Lord Jesus, I am your woman today, tomorrow, and the next day. But what would that look like? To be set free means that you are in bondage to something. We've already seen in the life of the Samaritan woman how Jesus frees you from bondage to lies by giving you truth in himself and in God's word. We saw in the life of the immoral woman of Luke 7 that Jesus frees you from sinfulness by giving you complete forgiveness and a restored relationship with God. Jesus frees you from bondage to chronic illness by offering you hope that he's going to get you through it right by your side. We saw that in several of our lessons. Jesus freed Mary Magdalene from a spiritual bondage to demons. And because of your faith in Jesus, you are freed from spiritual bondage because a greater power moves into your spirit, the Holy Spirit himself. He sets you free from the power of sin and Satan to become what God intended you to be. But there is another kind of spiritual bondage that of expectations based on outward performance. Maybe you started out accepting the gift of salvation by faith in Jesus as a free gift, but then you have been thrown into a works-related way of living this Christian life in order to maintain your acceptance before God. The Bible calls this living by law. Living by law is bondage. Living by law can be any human-driven system of works by which people attempt to approach God on their own merits or performance. Now, I'm not talking about what is clearly taught in the New Testament about living a life that pleases God. Sin is still sin. I'm talking about those extra rules that some person or organization devised for you to follow to be a good Christian and for God to love you. Such extra rules could include how often you must go to church, 
which church you must attend, what kind of clothing you must wear, what kind of Bible you must read, and things you must do or say every day to stay in God's good favor. The result is that you stray from enjoying a love-based relationship with Jesus to practicing a works-based religion. When you are living this way, your spiritual life is in bondage to feelings of obligation, guilt, and fear of punishment for not doing it right. Have you felt that way? Jesus died to set you free from that. He wants you to live by grace. And living by grace rather than law is freedom. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. Here's the key truth that will set you free from any bondage to religious performance. By grace are you saved. Grace means undeserved favor. It's a gift neither you nor anyone else deserves. God gives his favor to someone not because they're good enough to deserve it, but because his love chooses to do so. We all receive this grace when we trust in Jesus. God wants you to relate to him now on the basis of his grace. Jesus paid the complete price for you to be set free from your sinful past. You can do nothing more to make yourself acceptable to God. Paul understood those who had been relating to God through outward performance. For years, he had been there. He wrote how God's abundant grace changed his life. This is what he said in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 13 and 14. Even though I was once a blasphemer and a persecutor and a violent man, I was shown mercy because I acted in ignorance and unbelief. The grace of our Lord was poured out on me abundantly, along with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. Out of God's mercy comes His grace to you. God's grace is so abundant, it's like a cup overflowing. Or think of a never-ending waterfall and you're standing under it being continually refreshed. Isn't that a beautiful word picture? grace abundantly poured over you. This overflowing grace sets you free from whatever has you in bondage, sin, guilt, religious expectations, whatever. Paul was describing himself, but doesn't it also describe Mary Magdalene? It also describes you. God's grace is his undeserved favor, abundantly poured out on those who desperately need him. That's what happens when you trust in Christ for your salvation. His grace overflows to you every single day. You are completely forgiven and covered in God's grace. His gift to you of love and acceptance in his eyes. Who would say no to that? Paul writes in Romans chapter 6 that we have died with Christ and are raised with him to a new life. This new life has a new identity. You are in Christ, a child of God, totally forgiven, accepted, and loved by God. That's who you are. And that's been true of you since the moment you placed your faith in Jesus Christ. It is how God sees you. This new identity sets you free to live a radically different life.
You're dead to the old you and alive to the new you in Jesus. So how do you respond to God's grace that has freed you from spiritual bondage and gives you a chance to live a new life? You respond with love and gratitude for what Christ has done. You respond to God's grace by saying, I love you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I want to approach life your way rather than my own way. I am your woman, Lord, ready to serve you. That's what Mary Magdalene did. She responded to his grace out of love and gratitude, not out of obligation. Grace motivates you to serve Jesus out of love and gratitude for what he has done for you. You want to live the kind of life that pleases God because you love him and are thankful for what he has done for you. You can freely accept Jesus' complete payment on the cross for your every sin, past, present, and future. You can freely accept that you are in Christ, a child of God, one of his saints, totally forgiven, accepted, and loved by God. You can freely say, Lord Jesus, I am your woman today, tomorrow, and the next day. You can freely make that choice to serve him wholeheartedly without obligation or fear. Mary Magdalene was once held in miserable bondage. Then Jesus came into her life, satisfied her immediate need for freedom from bondage, and gave her abundant life. Out of love and gratitude for his grace, she freely chose to travel with him and care for his needs with money, effort, and time. Mary followed Jesus to Jerusalem and was present at the cross. Responding to his grace out of love and gratitude, she was willing to love him, obey him, and serve him with her life. God wants you to relate to him on the basis of his grace so that your obedience is based on his love for you, your love for him, and gratitude for what Christ has done for you. Do you recognize that you have been under some kind of spiritual bondage, especially bondage to obligation and external rules? Relax. You have been set free from whatever spiritual bondage you have experienced. Thank him for this wonderful freedom. That's what a satisfied heart does. Our God created us with a spiritual thirst to know him. A relationship with another human cannot satisfy that thirst. Only God can. Jesus satisfies our thirst for freedom. As the Bible promises, he satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. Dear listener, let him do that for you. A satisfied heart will then want to say, Lord Jesus, I am your woman today, tomorrow, and forever. Let Jesus satisfy your heart with the goodness of his love. Then live out that love. Until next time, I'm Melanie Newton, hoping you will join me in being satisfied by his love.